Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and it has been a while since I have spoken to you guys. I know I miss you guys so much. Hopefully you guys miss me, but um, I had to take a little break, but I'm back now. Um, I had after, had a lot of things going on, uh, a lot of, lot of, a lot of uh, new ventures that's opening up for me, a lot of uh, hours at some points. Uh, from my current job so yeah it's, it's been it's been uh some things going on and um and also i needed a break so and i guess moving forward i would say i would try to put as much as i can out now uh now since i have other things kind of going on so i will get to you as quick as i possibly can and I will do as much as I can and put as much material out there as I can. And so, you know, I've, I've, it's new things I've been trying to do. I've been trying to find ways to make the podcast better. I've been thinking of other podcast ideas. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a lot going on. But anyway, uh, enough about me. And I would like to say what's the word, everyone. So today we will be reviewing. Shaft. Yep, Shaft. Now, just to kind of give you a little backdrop of Shaft, the original Shaft came out in 1971 as an American black exploitation crime action film directed by Gordon Parks and written by Ernest Tittyman and also John D.F. Black. And it also starred Richard Roundtree. It also had a killer soundtrack such as Shaft soundtrack album that was recorded by Isaac Hayes. It also had a success by winning at its its success by winning a Grammy Award for Best Original Score written for a motion picture and a second Grammy that was shared with Johnny Allen for the best instrumental arrangement. The theme the theme for Shaft won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. Now you also have Shaft uh, that was rebooted in June 2000 by the late great John Singleton, which starred Samuel Jackson and Vanessa L. Williams. Jackson's John Shaft character was the nephew in the earlier films. So basically, uh, Richard Roundtree's character of Shaft, uh, Samuel Jackson, and Samuel Jackson was the nephew of that Shaft character. Uh, this movie also opened at the box office at number one. So we bring it to today, the 2019 Shaft. Now, this film was directed by Tim Story. He directed films such as Think Like a Man, Barbershop, and Fantastic Four. And the writer for this film is, uh, or writers, excuse me, for this film is Kenya Barris. You've seen his work on Girls Trip and The Game, and also Alex Barnow. You've seen his work with the Goldbergs and Till Death. And just to drop a little log line for you, it's about a legendary private detective who is visited by his long lost son to help him solve a case revolving, oh, excuse me, involving his best friend's death. Now, the cast of this film, you have John Shaft 
played by Samuel Jackson. You've seen him in Pulp Fiction and Avengers. You have J.J. Shaft, played by Jesse T. Usher. You've seen him in Survivor's Remorse and Almost Christmas. You have John Shaft Sr., played by Richard Roundtree. You've seen him in Brick and the original Shaft. And you have Maya Babinant. I always get this last name messed up. Maya Babinikas. Babinikas. Maya Babinikas. There we go. Played by Regina Hall. I don't know why they made her last name so complicated. I have to look that up. Uh, Maya Babinikas. Played by Regina Hall. Uh, You've seen her in Girls Trip and Scary Movies. And you also have Sasha Arias. Played by... Or... Arias, it's Arias or Arias, my bad, but Sasha Arias, played by Alexandra Ship. you've seen her in X-Men, Dark Phoenix, played Storm, and also that other X-Men movie uh, dealing with um, Apocalypse, yeah, and also you've seen her in Straight Outta Compton. Now, the story was pretty much straightforward, Uh, there was no major twists, but it had decent action. It's hard to follow when you have John Wick 3 that came out earlier, like a month ago. So it's hard to come behind that with gunplay. So uh, if John Wick didn't come out, I think the action, you know, would be like, oh, this is pretty good, decent action, you know what I mean? But, you know, after John Wick 3, it's kind of like, it's it's, it's all right, the action was cool, you know. Um, But, you know, it it still paid off. Even though John Wick 3 came out like a month earlier, it still paid off. I feel this was a great Father's Day movie. Uh, It had three generations of the Shaft men. The lesson was always stand up for yourself no matter the situation. Now, Samuel Jackson's character, John Shaft, was one of, or could be arguably one of Samuel Jackson's top characters. Now, the top character that I think that Samuel Jackson played was uh, Carly Haley from A Time to Kill. You know, the one where he says, I hope he died. I hope he died and burn in hell. You know, that was like you felt that because you wish that person did die and burn in hell from what they did to the little girl. But anyway, um, yeah, so it arguably is one of the best characters. Uh, so I, I put this character above Nick Fury's character, especially after Captain Marvel <laughs> neutered uh, Nick Fury. So, yeah, I, I would put this character above that character. Uh, this character is straight to the point. No chaser. And he hits, he hits hard and he hits fast and it's, with his comedic punches. He's very confident and he's a man's man who loves the ladies and doesn't pussyfoot around even in this new era of PC. So one thing I did notice uh, about uh, that character, you know, he's, like I said before, he, he's straightforward. I mean, he teaches his lessons, you know, to his you know, son. And speaking of his son, you have uh, J.J. Shaft who was uh, a very relatable character I felt I felt like I related to him in certain instances like when my mother moved from New York with me uh, back to Savannah and well not back to Savannah well she she went back to Savannah I was born in New York but you know I was at a very young age but you know my father used to send me like uh, gifts and packages, you know, for Christmas and birthdays and things of that nature. And the same thing that happened in this movie with J.J. Shaft from uh, John Shaft. So I, I remember those days, and I remember in middle school, my pop sent me these uh, leather pants. I'll never forget them, man. They tore me up, man. Those kids, man. You know, kids are kids were wild back then too, man. They they did not give a f 
So like they tore me up when I had them doggone leather pants on. So later on in life, I was able to use those leather pants for like uh, Halloween costumes such as Jimi Hendrix or uh, Prince. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yo, I, I, at one point I kind of felt like the character was a little too perfect, referring to J.J. Shaft's character. Uh, he kind of was. Um, he wasn't perfect, but he had his flaws. Uh, he had his his downfall was he was really nervous around women. Like he was afraid to be around women and be a man because all of these different accusations and things going around and, and you know like he never really got anywhere because women like men to be men you know what I mean so a lot of, so he was one of those people that were thrown off by being a man because all of these situations that's going on so if a father you know try to teach him you know you need to be a man you don't don't worry about you know things that's going around just be a man you know what I mean so yeah and, and then that loft that he had in New York man oh man Especially that loft in New York during just or during gentrification was crazy. I mean, he he had to make some dough to have a loft like that. You know what I mean? So like that was the thing. He he had he had money. You know, uh, he can defend himself. He somewhat stood up for himself. Well, actually, he did he, he did stand up for himself? He just got a. Uh, caught off guard a lot you know when he wasn't able to finish a fight or whatever but um yeah but that was the only thing that he had he was just he was just nervous around women um now you had maya babanikos she played she somewhat played the angry black mother uh she was exaggerated like her character was exaggerated and she kept her son away from her father which in this case was in good reason but, you know, it was like, it's, you know, when you're dealing with characters, you sometimes have to go over the top. And I guess not. I, I guess they didn't have to really go over the top with her. I think they went over the top to make her more funny. But at times it just wasn't, you know, she wasn't really that funny. It was just, she was just loud. You know what I mean? At a certain point, she did hit the mark. I, I'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, uh, one thing about her, like, she didn't take uh, Shaft's mess, which was JJ's uh father she didn't take his mess a lot and also just little slick things he would say you know like the kind of uh you know she didn't you know basically she didn't fall for his crap like he would say little certain slick things that i guess his uh father would say in the previous movies and you know she didn't really fall for it you know and he would kill the moment and she would let him know now the music the music was dope like the music was hitting like straight from the beginning i mean like from beginning to end like i was bobbing my head especially at the beginning i mean it was like okay they, they went from 93 until infinity by souls of mischief naughty by nature they hit up with ti it was like a nice little montage they had to lead up you know what i mean to the current uh to the current story i laughed out loud with this this was a funny movie like this was really funny it wasn't no like you chuckle to yourself no i i let it go like 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 i mean i should say we all laughed out loud the whole movie theater was laughing i mean we were cracking up i was like i know i was laughing i, I was like i didn't care if, you know because i have a, a you know a loud laugh you know it's somewhat obnoxious it's not like quiet Kawhi leonard's laugh but you know it's pretty loud you know what i mean so people always have to tell me to be quiet so anyway yeah so you had that and and it was a term that was used in this film which is very weird okie dokie i was talking about that with one of my um <laughs> with one of my um 
my uh, co-workers at the job. Shout out to you, Wayne. Yeah, man. Like, okie dokie. Because he was telling me that. I think he, you know, not to put him on blast, but, you know, like, he told somebody okie dokie. And he, he, either somebody told him off or somebody smacked him. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I used that word before, you know, with someone. And, you know, they recorded me and sent the information to my doggone mother. That's how bad that word is. You know what I mean? And I never knew how bad the term okie dokie was and that term was used in the movie and you know the woman went slap crazy in the movie i did not know that i did not know how serious this okie dokie word is you know what i mean so yeah that was crazy uh then also you had the little the slogan you know to uh shaft you know you know i'm a bad you know a bad mother you know you'd be like shut your mouth i'm just talking about shaft you know after a while you can only do but so much of those you know actually with regina hall she actually stepped it up a bar it was funny i like how she implemented it uh and, and the thing is you can't keep doing the same thing you know it was, it was that that saying is a little dusty you know what i mean and they actually polished that polished that line up and they sent it on his way and it was funny and i enjoyed that um the comparisons i would make to this film it's kind of hard it took me a while to think of it I was thinking about uh, Low Down Dirty Shame and Action Jackson with Carl Weathers and, uh, well, and Low Down Dirty Shame with uh, Keenan Ivy Wayne. So yeah, I, I would compare those two to this. If you like the, that formula, this will be a good movie for you. The likes and, and well, the, I, will, I will start off with the dislikes of this movie. Certain time during the action spots, uh, you had you had um you had samuel jackson he was a little too wordy or well, the character uh shaft he was actually like during the fights he's still he's like talking trash not like talking trash like a scarface talking trash but it was like he's cracking jokes during the fights you know what i mean not all of them because some of them were funny you know so actually though a lot of them were funny when he was doing it but it was just one gunplay scene it was really no time for talking and he was like saying little stuff and it really wasn't that funny for me as he was saying what he was saying during like the gun you know during the gunplay scenes uh there wasn't a major arc for jj shaft i felt i felt like he should have had a you know it was like a like a light arc you know but it wasn't a major art but you know you kind of like the character like i said the character is real relatable i related to the character actually the character reminded me especially the club scene he reminded me of one of my homeboys brandon shout out to you brandon um yeah so yeah he, yeah he did i was like that took remind me of brandon when he drunk you know what i mean so but it was it was cool though um also it didn't have a really a great story uh it was it was kind of like, you know, it, it was, you know, a little watery, you know, like t in today's storytelling, you know, things or movies are more complex. And it, it was just straightforward and, and, and loose and a little watery. So, yeah, I would have to say that. Now, what I did like about this film, the music, like I said, the music was, was on point and which brought on the energy. The energy of this film was like 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 no other you know what i mean i you know it was just i won't say it's like no other but i just can't think of a movie that just had just that just energy and it was a different type of energy i guess some would say maybe john wick it had straight action energy like this one it had action but yet it had a lot of comedic elements that 
kept the movie going for you, you know, during during the uh, slow burn, or if you, if you want to consider that slow burn, and and also the characters, you know, like uh, our, our, you know, the, the comedy, you know, portion was on point, but the characters, I felt like all the characters were were likable. I mean, you had certain situations with um, uh, Regina's character. You know, like I said earlier, she was it, her character was a little exaggerated, but hey, you know, it, it paid off. I, it wasn't too annoying. At first, I was like, eh, it kind of falls into the, the angry black woman, you know, stereotype. I know they're pushing it because it's like her role is a comedic role, and she's supposed to be, you know, mouthy and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure if, if it was a regular movie, it, she would just be a relatable character. But it was it was comedic, so they did kind of make her the angry black woman there, and um, yeah. So what I would give this film, I would give this film eight bad mother shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft, baby. All right, so yo. If you can, and please do, make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. Just go ahead and click that button, you know, right right, right, right before you decide to listen to it or right, right afterwards. You want to see what the, the product is about. You want to test the product. You want to get the blade and stick it in the cocaine and then lick the end of the blade and say, you know what? That's that pure. If you gotta do that, if you gotta listen to my podcast to stick that blade in that cocaine and and find out if it's that pure, then you go right ahead. You stick that blade in there and test to see if it's that pure. Alright? And then you go ahead and you just click the button and just 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 go ahead and just make some donations and keep me lasting. And so I can keep podcasting for you. Alright? Alright, that's what's up. Yo, I have fun. I know it's been a while, but you guys take care, and I'm going to keep coming with more and more. This weekend, I don't know. Um, it's going to be a busy weekend. It's going to be a busy weekend for me. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But you all take care. I'll keep you posted. And, and drop me a dime on Instagram. You know, Critical Blues Reviews, Critical with the K. And let me know, let, and women, let me know how you all feel about that okie dokie and and uh, if it's uh, any type of messaging behind the okie dokie, or even if it's just um, you know, you know, if it's nothing, or let me know what what, what about that word makes you go crazy? Because I, I've you know that's that's three things of okie dokies, and I've seen women go crazy on. All right, all right, well y'all take care. All right, one. Mm-hmm.